Welcome to Wholeness from the Heart. My name is Kristen, and in this episode, we will be discussing pandemic burnout, what causes it, my experiences with burnout, how you can cope before you are broken, and how resiliency is the key to prevention and recovery. So let's get started. Maybe you've experienced burnout before, or maybe this is your first time. So let's talk a little bit about what it is. Burnout is physical, emotional, and mental collapse caused by overworking or stress for a long period of time. Symptoms of burnout may include increased irritability, increased relational conflict, avoidance, sadness, anger, and hopelessness. Some of the physical symptoms include headaches, pain and appetite, sleep disturbance, and body pains, just to name a few. Why does it happen? Well, when we use up all our energy and resources without stopping day after day, we have reached our limit. If we continue to push past those limits without respite, burnout can occur. So what makes pandemic burnout worse or different? During this pandemic, millions have lost jobs, childcare, housing, food security, and even loved ones. We're faced with questions we've never had to fathom. They are now front and center of our every waking thought and keep us restless through the night. Questions such as, do I need to disinfect my groceries? Is it safe to visit high-risk family members even though I don't have symptoms? And how can I keep informed without being overwhelmed by the media, which causes more anxiety and nervousness? My experiences Previous burnout. When working in the mental health field, I experienced a devastating, intense, and sudden case of burnout when the task of managing daily work-related crises collided with my own personal crisis of the sudden and tragic death of my daughter's father. I was unprepared and ashamed. Why wasn't I strong enough to just keep going on? What would it mean for my daughter if I couldn't continue to work? How could I take the financial burden of taking time out away from my job to heal and recover? After working hard, going back to therapy and finding a new position I finally began to recover. I started a new job, which I loved. My daughter was starting to get back into the routine of school and life. 
And then all of the sudden, COVID hit. And lockdown was in full effect. Concerned over catching the virus and meeting basic needs for myself and my daughter, it seemed like a task that would break me all over again. And while I didn't know what the future would hold, I had faith and hope that I clung to with a fervor. I started and continued with the clear understanding that building resiliency is the antidote to traumatic impact. discussing key resiliency building factors. So as my concerns about possible future burnout occurred, I remembered the old proverb that goes, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure and learning from life's missteps is the best way to avoid future missteps. I use them to gain a deeper understanding of myself and then put that knowledge to work for me. Making a wellness maintenance plan and going back to therapy before another burnout could occur. When you know the signs of reaching your limit and adjust accordingly, then prevention can become your plan. No one knows what tomorrow will bring, so just focus on the next right thing for you. Treat yourself kindly and list your gratitudes, mentally, verbally, or writing them down. Gratitude has been proven to increase resiliency. I know from my experience how easy it is to give in and give up. But with a change in perspective, it became just as easy to keep going. And as I believe in myself, I want to share that I also believe in you. But if you find yourself already experiencing burnout without prevention, let's discuss how to recover from it. Before I begin on clinical and daily practical advice of recovering from burnout, I would like to take a moment to share my testimony that my faith in a divine heavenly father and mother and my savior has been the only foundation that has been able to give me a constant peace and comfort to hold me upright during the last few years. I have no desire to put one person above another and whatever you believe in is okay with me. I enjoy the teachings of Buddha and the Eightfold Path. I practice mindfulness and would be foolish to think that a higher power, one greater than myself, would present to all nations in the same tongue, but I do believe 
for me after seeking healing in many ways both healthy and unhealthy his way is the way for me so with that being said for those of you still listening let's talk about practical ways of building a resiliency the first and probably most crucial step is to create and connect with social supports from family friends to colleagues on online communities connection is key and learning to utilize our supports is a strong pillar to lean on but you have to make that call attend that online support group FaceTime with your tribe. Those who are true blue friends will not think you a burden, and in return, they will know that you are available for a heart-to-heart, a listening ear, or a good laugh. Next is exercise. Exercise is also a part of maintaining a good mood and better energy levels. There are exercises for all kinds and many streaming services that can offer free videos you can do at home during cold months or gym closures. And while we're talking about taking care of your health, make sure you try your best to stay hydrated and eat as clean as possible. This is not a lecture, but your body works hard to support you So show it some love by giving it what it needs to function. We're nearing towards the end of key resiliency builders. Take breaks during the day to do things that bring you joy, whatever that means to you. My morning cup of coffee in my favorite cup, creating with my daughter, or reading a chapter of my book when I can. These are all little boosts that fill me up. Next, if you're lacking resources to help you meet your basic needs, visit your local library and use their facilities to find local programming. Call your local and county offices and inquire about available resources. And as always, if you feel that you are at crisis level, and need immediate assistance, please seek out the help of a professional. This podcast is in no way a replacement for professional medical help. These are personal experiences that I'm sharing with you in hopes that they will reach the ears and the hearts of those who need it most. Thank you all for listening and have a wonderful week ahead.